All right, we have a quick emergency pod for you here tonight. It is a Patriot Nation SCO Show collaboration. I am Pat Lane here with Mark Schofield. Mark, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic, buddy. It's great to be with you, and it's great to have this kind of news because I can tell you the news we're going to break down dropped like during the dinner hour. My phone exploded. There was joy in various <laughs> Pat's Twitter DMs, other people, family members texting me out of the blue. So it's a good night to be a Patriots fan. Most every night is a good night to be a Patriots fan, but this one in particular. For sure, for sure. And that's, you know, I mean, obviously the Gordon news came out today, and, that, and that's just one of those things where everyone's kind of waiting on it, and people have been talking about, you know, Tyreek Hill didn't get suspended, and how come Gordon's not back, and all this. And, and he comes back, and he's back right away. He's not missing any games this year, and he can report on Sunday, and people are like, oh, my God, here we go. Like, this is what's going to happen, and people are freaking out about Gordon because of his talent. But I think – for us here, what we want to try to do is is be realistic about it as well. So I think you know my question to you, Mark, is is what type of what type of impact is he going to have on the offense? Do you think at least? Well, I mean, let's think about it this way: when we woke up this morning, Friday morning, as Patriots fans, as people that cover the Patriots, we looked at this offense and we probably had two big question marks: it was the tight end position and it was the wide receiver room. You know, yes, Jacoby Myers has looked great, um, but he's still an undrafted, you know, rookie free agent. We have Julian Edelman, but there are some holes in the wide receiver group. That that changed in a matter of moments with, with Josh Gordon's race statement. Because if you think about it this way, and this is sometimes how I try to think about, you know, when you're looking at an offense, as a defensive coordinator, if you looked at this Patriots roster this morning, you would have said, okay, when they throw the ball, i got to worry about Edelman. And that's probably it right now. Maybe James White out of the backfield, maybe Sony Michelle. Those might be some guys you might pay some extra attention to. But now with Gordon back, that changes your thinking as a defensive coordinator because now you have somebody that you might want to dedicate a little bit of safety help to. You might want to shade safeties his way. You might want to think about trying to get a matchup where you put your best corner on him. Even though he's not the player he was in Cleveland, we saw when he was with the Patriots last year, when he was active, you know, Tom Brady, they averaged, I think, 12.7 yards per attempt, average depth of target to Josh Gordon, which was, I think, Brady's highest to a receiver since, like, 2006. And so that stands out to you. You know, they found a way to get him involved in the vertical passing game as a boundary receiver. And even though he's not full-on Flash Gordon, he was effective for them last year before he, you know, was suspended again. And so... What it does is it gives them some ability to stress defenses in the secondary, to force defensive coordinators to have to think about rotating coverage. And the other thing to think about is this. We're wondering about the tight end position. And I was thinking recently when I had Taylor Kyles on my show Thursday, they might want to be a 10 personnel team where you've just got four receivers and a running back on the field. And, you know, they might envision their four receivers being – Josh Gordon on one boundary, Demarius Thomas on the other boundary, and then Nikhil Harry is a big, big slot, and then Julian Edelman is the other slot. That might be their vision for this offense. With Gordon's reinstatement, it makes that that much more possible. Right. Well, it's funny you mentioned Ty- Taylor because uh, he, you know, he said about a few guys where it's kind of like effort guys, where it's just like, hey, something breaks down, and you know, just like he did in the Colts game, kind of rolls out and just chucks it up there and see if a guy can make a play. Um, and obviously Gordon did on that play. I think, you know, like you said, he's not he's not the guy he was. My biggest concern with him is that you can't, you know, you can't entrust the offense to him, 
right? I just, right. I don't know if he's reliable enough to do that. I don't know if he's the player he was, first of all, but I don't know if you can rely on him to be here. Uh, and that's really the biggest question mark is when it matters. Um, but, you know, like you said, man, like we're here and guys are hurt and Jacoby Myers, who's an undrafted rookie free agent, is playing, basically playing the best receiver, has been the best receiver throughout training camp. So, you know, to get a guy like Gordon back and then if Demarius Thomas comes back, who's he's been working hard, um, you know, and who knows what his cutting and, and route running looks like at this point, but just the straight ahead speed has been running and working out quite a bit. He could be on the horizon too. So now you're looking at, you know, some outside guys with Nikhil Harry and Jacoby Myers and Edelman coming back. Like this team all of a sudden now has a lot more weapons than we did yesterday, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly right, Pat. And, you know, the thing to remember, one of the things that the Patriots do better than almost any other franchise, maybe better than every other franchise, is, you know, when they look at a player, whether it's a rookie, you know, draft prospect or a potential free agent, they, they ask the right question. They ask, what can he do? Not, they don't focus so much on what the guy can't do. I mean, a perfect example is Kyle Van Noy. And, you know, Belichick even talked about it, how he's just a much better fit schematically with what he's doing in New England with, than what he was asked to do in Detroit. And that's what they're going to do with guys like Gordon and Thomas. They're not going to, you know, if it turns out that Demarius Thomas, his footwork and his cuts aren't back to normal, they're not going to ask him to run a bunch of multiple move routes. They're going to give him a limited route tree and work with that. And same with Josh Gordon. And, you know, Patterson was another example of that. Teams like the Vikings tried to force him to be a multi-talented wide receiver, and the Patriots just used him as an offensive player. And so that's an important thing to remember is, you know, yes, you're right. We don't know how much we can truly rely on Gordon given his off the field history. But as far as on the field, when you look at what the Patriots asked him to do, it was a lot of slants, a lot of digs, a lot of vertical routes along the boundary, a lot of comebacks. And they can, he can be an effective component of their offense if they have him doing that on the outside. Let's say Julian Edelman doing his stuff from the slot. That, that's a, that's a tough combination to defend if you're a defensive coordinator because now you've got an incredible route runner on the slot and you've got Josh Gordon on the outside. That's tough to defend. Right. Now it's a good point. And so, you know, and so it's a, obviously an exciting time for us. And you said, you know, great day, great day to be a Patriots fan. be a Patriots fan. But, you know, great day to be a Patriots fan. And you look at it and just say, hey, man, here we are. And we were trending in the right direction, right? These questions, and I wrote an article uh, that came out today on Pat's pulpit about how, you know, there are reasons that Brady could struggle, and one of the reasons is that, you know, without Gronk, he's had he's had a low passer rating. But the other one is, you know, it's just the inexperience from the wide receiving core, you know, and whether we were going to get Demarius Thomas back and whether we we're going to get Josh Gordon back. Well, now we know one piece of the puzzle: Gordon is back, which is definitely going to help them. Um, and I think the other thing about Gordon that I like a lot is that. Anytime you hear the guys talk about him, they all like love and respect the guy to a man, every single one of them. It's crazy. And so, you know, like that's another thing where you bring a guy back into the fold that everyone seems to like and get along with. That's also, I think helps, you know, helps there as well. Even with the young kids and stuff, like having a kid that having someone there that you trust and respect and, you know, know that they can get the job done is helpful as well. So, um, you know, big news here for the Patriots today. Yep, just just a fantastic day. It's great to get George Gordon back. Obviously, look, 
bottom line is we all, we all want Josh Gordon to be successful. Um, you know, we know his struggles. We know what he's been through. But this news is fantastic and welcome news, I think, for many football fans. I mean, I, you know, I, I was saying, look, I was getting messages even from non-Patriots fans. People want to see Josh Gordon on the field. I think most people are rooting for him um, to, to get back and to sort of overcome what he's been facing um, personally. And so it's good to see Josh Gordon back in the fold. I know that this will help the team on the field as well. And so, like you said, Pat, just another great day to be a Pats fan. Yep, exactly, exactly. So that does it for us today. Uh, our night, Patriots are playing game two uh, down in Tennessee, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so we'll have all sorts of breakdown about that. And then Gordon can't play uh, against uh, the Giants on Thursday, but – I wouldn't be surprised to I'm, – I'm sorry, not against the Giants, against the Panthers on Thursday. wouldn't be surprised to see him perhaps get a little bit of run in that last Giants game, maybe just as a warm-up for him, uh, depending on how these next two weeks of practice go. Uh, maybe just to say, hey, like, let's get out there, run a few routes, and, and try to catch a few passes, you know? Yeah, I think that's probably how they'll handle it because, like you said, he can't go in week three, um, but I think they'll probably try to get him, you know, maybe a series or two you know, just maybe right. a target or two to get him in the flow on that final preseason game. And then hopefully he's ready to go week one against the Steelers. It'd be great, wouldn't it? It'd be great. So, It'd be fantastic. Yep. So, listen, we had a, we had a nice little Patriot Nation slash SCO show tonight. Uh, so we needed to get some, needed to get a quick pod out. And uh, Spags is down in Tennessee partying the night away, I'm sure. Uh, and so so we figured we'd uh, we'd combine the two shows here and do a nice quick little pod and it's always good talking to you, Mark, and we're excited to uh, excited to have you on on board with the team. Uh, definitely, yep. uh, we're definitely moving up in the world. Definitely, we got a great roster of shows now. We were just talking before we recorded about the plans for the season. We're going to have you know the Patriots covered from all angles, maybe even up to six days a week. So people should be excited for that. So definitely, if you haven't hit that subscribe button yet, please do subscribe to Pat's Walter Podcast. You can make sure you get all the coverage as this season gets underway. Absolutely. All right, Mark, have a great night. And uh, all you guys out there, enjoy the game tomorrow night. And just think, we got, what do we got, four weeks left until the until the season starts, man? Like Getting closer, right man. Corner. Can't wait. Yeah, no kidding. We're almost there. Anyways, enjoy the game tomorrow night, guys, and we will talk to you next week.